Diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV, get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, suck no, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, is Nestlemania alongside for the ride is JC. We are actually in the go-home week of NXT Portland, which I completely forgot till apparently yesterday. Apparently it's on Sunday. I it's just on realized Sunday. that. So it's just... It's, I thought it was on Saturday. Me but too, it, but, but apparently it's on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. But it's Sunday. exciting. Six matches. We will get to that in the big finish. But uh, hey, Nestlemania, how do we start the show? In the shine? Oh, yeah. You'll always be in my shine. Mwah. So normally... I kick off the shine. Oh, no. But I want you to kick off the shine this week, because I think you were pretty positive about some things this week, so let's hear it. Positive? What was I positive about? I don't even remember anymore, to be honest. Everything's negative, Nestle, isn't it? Oh, my God. Everything is you negative, You liked Nestle. a lot of Raw. I guarantee it. I did. Raw was actually good last night. So why don't I, we start there? I will, what was your favorite part of Raw? I will say, my favorite part of Raw, and you're going to laugh at me, is Randy Orton comes out, does his Randy Orton thing. And, of course, they, they teased it with he has to say it again and the whole thing and the crowds, whatever. And then, for me, again, this is biased me, biased Adam. You're not alone in this. He cuts. He does nothing. Essentially, Randy Orton does nothing. Exactly. Yet somehow he does something. Exactly. I don't know how he does it. It's like a magician. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. They are finding a way to slow burn this fucking feud by doing nothing. But it is literally the most compelling thing every week. Because yep. who came out, Adam? My man. Delete. 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 And so here's here's the thing where when I heard the music I popped and went this is cool. I thought it might have there's a slight chance I was like maybe it's Jeff Hardy, but then they <laughs> but you know not really. And then it comes out Mr. Deleter and so he he does this thing. I'm obviously a super Matt Hardy homer. I love him. Always be boned up for the Hardys. Well that Hardy anyway. And so he comes out and I'm sitting there going. Mm, it's a tight tight one that we're gonna it's like this is a tight rope kind of thing where he was like what are we doing what are we saying what are we drawing connections to here out of the gate he goes yeah you already know know my history with edge and i was like oh okay we're just ripping that band-aid off you have to and then but here's here's where i believe that matt hardy is money yeah he was a little long in the tooth up front but i was was too long but i was when i was watching him talk i went the crowd loves him Randy's facials are reacting to what he's mm. doing. I'm buying into it. Mm-hmm. But then the passion, that's mm-hmm. what got me. It was the passion of Matt Hardy saying, dude, I've done everything I can. Yes, I wanted to kill Edge at one point in his life, legitimately. But we've also been friends. We've reconciled all this. Like He took us through a, a three to five minute bio of what happened. And then he just asked Randy why. And then it started out to be a fight, and then he ate an RKO, and he just died. He didn't sell it. He just died. And Randy did exactly to Matt Hardy what he did to Edge. Right. 
So it's legend killer. It's a legend. Yes, really, it's what he is. So again, I'm probably overhyping how good I no, enjoyed this. This was the best thing on TV this week for the second, okay. third, whatever week in a row this is now. Fourth, I don't even know. But this like, this feud is on fire. This is something that WWE has lapped. When we talk about AEW, we talk about Cody and MJF and like those types of storylines. This is of that ilk. This is a fucking. Deep-rooted, compelling, vicious story that we care about, and that rarely happens nowadays in WWE from week to week. It really doesn't. Mm-hmm. When's the last time, like week to week, you're this invested? Usually, it'll be like they'll have you buy in for a week, then they'll kind of like overexpose it or ruin it, but then maybe you buy in again a couple weeks later. This has been since it happened, since the Royal Rumble when Edge's music hit and he came out to this moment. We are into this. Mm-hmm. We are in deep. I don't know anybody who is against this feud. This is interesting. Incredibly interesting, fascinating, and I look forward to what they do next. I am curious to see, do we get a checkpoint, as we like to call it on the program, at Elimination Chamber? Well, we got Edge Super comes... Showdown first. Well, we know that we, we I would imagine Edge doesn't make Super Showdown. Yes, because maybe I feel I'll like... draw something up for that in my hope. I don't know. I feel like, okay, what a tease. So, if I said he... I don't know. I, okay, well, whatever. It's how you feel. So, Randy Orton may or may not, most likely would be at Super Showdown. We assume just for some the random Sony ass thing. The princes love him, if you, don't, if you remember that correctly. Yeah. So he'll do something of, of not a lot of relevance, I assume. But I, I would think at Elimination Chamber, it would be Edge returns in some form to kickstart the WrestleMania feud. Yes. But up until then, we've got, I want to say, at least yes. a month. Right? We, we have a couple weeks before. some fillers. Right. So for me. Who, who, who? That's so, what I'll try to do. I don't know. We need we and it's fine as you've talked about. It's sometimes good to plug and play to keep things going, and so well. You sometimes in these feuds you need a third man in, like you know you just need something to keep it like fresh, like something believable, something interesting. Well, so. it's in, it, you know what's interesting to me is that we were so on the AJ Styles Randy Orton feud. Yes, and then it was, boom, like gone in an instant. So I still think there's a chance that AJ comes into this, and this is a triple threat at WrestleMania. Really. Yeah, I don't know. I just because AJ and Edge are doing something soon, and maybe that's the WrestleMania match, and Orton and Edge is before that. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if that happens, but I still think AJ is going to factor in here. Really, I just don't know how. I don't know how we get there, but I think I think he's something to think about. Something to think. He's about. the wild card, bitches. Yes. Wild card, bitches. All right, I went. I look. I gave you a positive. Now I'm going to volley over to you, sir. I'm coming. Nobody can stop me. Nobody. Okay, you know what? I did not expect to like this segment. I saw VIP Lounge. I'm like, ugh, what is this? But you know what? I really like this segment. Another talk segment that I really liked. You know why I liked it? Because Drew McIntyre looked great in this segment. I think he came off well. Talked about last week how it wasn't a strong week for him. Something like this. It was a one-off most likely. Maybe he fights him next week. Who the fuck knows? But it was something where I expected it to be bad. I had very low expectations. But MVP reminded us, like, okay, this guy can carry it. This guy can carry himself on the mic. Their back and forth was believable. It was like, this guy's just trying to mooch off him. He's trying to make that money. He admitted, he's like, I ain't much of a wrestler no more, but I can manage you. And him by saying that, I took two things out of this. One, Drew McIntyre is a stud, and he went toe-to-toe with this, and this is something that he probably couldn't even do maybe two or three months ago. His chops are growing. His comfort ability is rising, like, with all this type of stuff. So I really like that for him. Home run for Drew McIntyre. But I buy MVP as some sort of type like manager type role for someone. I could see that. I don't know who. I don't know where. I don't know when. I don't even know if they do it. But I think he is capable of being an interesting on-screen character that could help someone who isn't an interesting on-screen character. 
there's plenty of those. Exactly. There's plenty of them. And that's why I thought this was a double positive segment because I enjoyed it and I thought both guys looked great. My one theory about this entire thing was he's like a cockroach MVP. Oh, right? yeah. Exactly. It's just like he basically said, I'm in the Royal Rumble, no big deal. And then the next night he flubbed his match against Rey Mysterio because Rey Mysterio is his favorite or his son's favorite or whatever. And that's cool and all and whatever. And then he comes out and does this MVP, uh, whatever, UPS, VIP, whatever. VIP lounge. Um, UTI, coming. whatever the fuck it's called. Yikes. And he does this whole thing. And again, I, I enjoyed the set. I enjoyed the whole VIP lounge portion. I felt as if he... It was weird. When he talked like himself during that, he was doing fine. When he had to remember the script, I saw parts wow. of that where I was just going, just let the guy go. Exactly. Just let him go. You can say that about almost every promo nowadays. No, but I mean... I, I, but I understand what you're saying. He there were there were portions in which I saw him think, visibly think. Yeah. Instead of reacting. Instead or of acting. yes. Instead of just talking. And so and Drew felt better. I liked his shirt by the way. And here's here's my theory. Quick side note. Yep. Best wrestling t-shirts don't look like wrestling t-shirts. His looked like a concert tee, which means that people who are afraid to show off that they are wrestling fans were more likely to buy that McIntyre Angel Wings shirt. Because it's a badass-looking shirt. Looks like it could be Motley Crue, Van Halen, whatever. Maybe a little death metal. People would buy that look and go, oh, it's a wrestling tee. Not at first glance, but they'd have to look at it. I predict that shirt will do much better than people expect. I hope it does. It should. That's the Royal Rumble runner. That's the guy you're pushing to be the face of Raw. Also. They got to take down Brock Lesnar. Also, if they don't do 3-2-1 Claymore at WrestleMania for his win, I'd be shocked. I would be shocked. He's definitely going to tease it. I'm sure it'll be teased multiple Three, times because it's Brock. Three, two, one, reverse. and reverse. <laughs> F5, done. Yeah. He's gone. That'd be awful. Yeah. Awful. Please don't do that. But the, I, I, if it it seems weird to me that you would give somebody a 3-2-1 countdown and then you're dead. But that's fine. Whatever. If it works, it works. If it gets the crowd behind you, I guess. But it was an interesting segment, to say the least. Interesting. Yeah. Should I volley it back over to you or should I keep going? I will I will take that volley. Ooh. Um. I did not – so all cards on the table. I did not see Raw live, thank God, because there's a lot of uh, fooey, a lot of uh, – well, main event was 32X. Yeah, seriously. So there's a lot of stuff on here that I'm not necessarily you know, entranced about. Uh, but the one thing that, that captured my interest in a different way that I did not expect was Oscar versus Becky. Yes. It was good. It was, in my opinion, better than the Royal Rumble match. Absolutely. And 100%. I was – First off, MVP of the entire match. I was going to say, what was the best part of the match? Because it wasn't either of them. You go, whoop, 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 jump off. When I saw that, I was like, she's so adorable. Like, even when you're supposed to be mad at her, you're like, look at her. I mean, clearly that's not what a heel does. But she was helping out her friend. I don't care. I would kill for her. She is. She's perfect. She She is is a perfect, entertaining human. I still think the biggest, the biggest drop in WrestleMania history is the fact that she is not centered around the the pirate thing. I know. I said it last year and you freaking ripped me for it. Well, now I. Welcome aboard. (laughs) Ho, ho. Welcome aboard the ship. Maybe by then they'll Maybe. break up and she'll be no, on her own no and way. she can pirate her way to the Battle Royal. No I don't you know. know what I would love to see is just some random, like, you know what? Why not put the, the women's tag ma- tag titles in a ladder match? Just put all the they women. They have women's tag titles? Well, they haven't used them. Could have fooled me. I know, right? But anyway, getting back to the matchup, it was good. It was clean. It was fun. They showed, they had, they, they weaved in and out with Kyrie and everything and they kept teasing the arm bar. They did this really cool spot, in my opinion, where they she like jumped on the top rope and put her in the disarmor. There were so many things that were working, like just going for it. And I think the crowd really made it better than it was. They gave it plenty of time. They gave it three segments. It was yep. a three-segger, I think. 
and it was fun. And I think that that's what we wanted as a like when the when the championships are on the line. Yeah. It's especially it in a rerun. Time. Like give it, give me, give me it all. Yeah. Like it better be a banner, and this was a banner. Yeah. But then what happened? Okay, so then this is to me the A plus. This is the cherry on top, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Busted cherry, I guess. So, uh, you know, I did not expect Shayna Baszler to come this early. Yeah. The biting of the neck was something I did not expect. Yeah, it was interesting. I don't know. Some people think it's a little sexual. That's up to you. That's not for me to discuss. That's I think she's your... just a killer, and I don't. I don't know what what it what it took to do the back of the neck. Like, did it get us talking? Yeah. If absolutely, then did it like this was. Such an impactful attack because even if you thought it was weird, you're fascinated by it, and there's absolutely no way you're missing her explanation when that comes. Sure, absolutely. And that is like the one thing that they've gotten better at is this just finding some – even if it's ridiculous, it gets you talking and gets you interested, and you want to see what comes next. I buy that. Yeah. So so here's here's what I think is the best part. So the, she – when I, I – let me retract what I was going to say before I say it. She had the mouth guard in, so yeah. it, it previously, like, I did, I knew what was going to happen, but I saw the mouth guard, and I was like, wait a minute. Is she going to bite with the mouth guard? Because that doesn't seem... Yeah. But then she took it out, and it was fine. But then, when the blood happened, you don't see where the indent no. is, which leads me to believe it, 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 it probably was fake. Well, no shit, but, Sherlock. But here's the thing. She's not going to actually rip her neck open with her mouth. But here's the I'm thing. Not a vampire. Here's why I think it was on TV. Here's, I know that. Have you ever seen Buffy? I love Buffy. Uh, yeah, have I Greatest ever seen TV Buffy. series of all time. Uh, 1A out. and 1B with Scrubs. I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. TV's, uh, TV's Billy Delaney will probably have a third option, but that's fine. He's Probably got many options. Yes. TV, TV's Billy is, in my opinion, the TV watcher of all TV watchers. Yes. He is. One million percent. If I ever have a TV question, I will go to Billy you Delaney. You should. He, he is. He's amazing. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying, it's a magic trick. You don't know how they did it, right? Like, it looked real enough that it was like, well, did she have something in her in her gear? Did Shayna have something in her mouth? They did a very good job protecting the illusion of it and not making it hokey like, oh my God, there's a ketchup packet or there's a blood spew, blah, 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 blah. They made, you were so invested in the realism of what was, in the bizarreness of what was going on. It almost took me five minutes after the fact to go, how the hell did they do that? And that's a good trick. It looked like food coloring, if I was guessing. Sure. My culinary expertise, which is there. It exists. Um, Chef Canoe. Yeah, Sure. But I have two other takeaways from this. Okay. One, how fucking hilarious was it the ref that couldn't get his gloves on? He tried to get one on, then couldn't. Then he starts touching her with the non-gloved hand. I'm like, illegal, illegal. You're going to get infected, idiot. He eventually got them on. Right. And it took the EMTs a while to get there. But when they did, I was like, who's that female EMT? I know. She can hit me up. Yes. At JC of the JK, at female EMT. First off. Hit me up. First off. Damn. First off, I want her to fix me. I'll go. I'll, I'll get my neck ripped open. I'm sure she's an actor. Don't care. Or an a, maybe she yeah. is an EMT. But I, like I get. To, I get to tell you right now, from everybody I've seen on Twitter, whew, why? Oh, why would you put her in a segment with Becky? Because nobody's looking at Becky. Nobody. Because most people am I going like, to look at someone bleeding out of the neck, or am I going to look like at the EMT who's saving the day? I mean, heroes I like are heroes, hero, right? You know, yeah. who the fuck is Adam? You are. Anyway, so here's my favorite part of this entire thing. That she stole an ambulance for no so, reason? So, yeah, that's a, that's a felony. <laughs> that's one. That's Grand Theft Auto right yeah, there. That, like, uh, like a... It was. And the, the, the other thing was hilarious. I don't know if you've seen it on uh, a Botchmania already, but it says uh, here's the version of uh, 
Grand Theft Auto Man Andreas instead of San Andreas. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. That good. But the, my favorite part is that they're banging on the ambulance to tell her to go, and she can't go. It just looks odd. It's like it just it, the whole thing looked like I was in the realism of the moment. I would have preferred her to just throw somebody and then go. But the banging on the side of the ambulance was like, all right. And then, of course, they stone-called it. She came back. She cut a promo. She's fine. Yes, that's the thing. She left the arena to find Shayna, who probably didn't leave the arena. But then she eventually came back because she couldn't find her. But she stole the ambulance. Whatever. There's too much. Yeah. Too much. I was hoping for a little more since they went out of their way to have her steal an ambulance. Yes. You know, maybe like a, I don't know. There's a logical But they probably should have brought the female EMT back into it. Yes. I feel like that was... She needed more of a character arc for me. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. The Bachelor, JC, needs a little bit more from the EMT. <laughs> I was flipping back and forth last night. I know. I could tell. Bachelor was better, as always. But yeah, all was good. I was, I was, it was a good night of TV. Yes. Anywho, it's something that you enjoyed. Yeah. Something that you were excited about. Yes. What else were you, you excited about? You know what else gets me excited? There, there the Electric Factory. Oh, dun, no. dun, 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 Last week on this podcast. Brr, WrestleMania. The three profits never wrestle. They suck. Fast what? forward to this week. Who wrestled and who won in a squash match? The Street Profits defeat Mojo and Riddick. Moss. Yeah. His last name is Moss. What did, uh, what did uh, Montez called it? it? was actually Riddy Moe. That's a Riddy great Mo. nickname. His name should just be Riddy Moe. Riddy, Riddy Moe Mo and Shorty G, baby. To be the Dude, old cool team. Here's my favorite part of this entire thing is that it made, like, at my own expense... Because I said the thing about the Street Profits, <laughs> it's pie in my face. Yep. But watching Mojo fail at the same time, I'll gladly take the pie in the hey, face. It but was it, was, it was so well done. Riddy Mo is your new 24-7 champion, baby. Because what else were they going to do with Mojo at this point? They had they had it, and then you're just the whole thing about this title is like, whatever. And, you know, now we all know who Riddy Mo is. Except for on Twitter. The funniest thing is your new 24-7 champion. Every comment is like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> well, actually, I, again... This is like the third week in a row that I enjoyed this title because it's not all haha. Like, yeah, they went out there and they jobbed, but like everything about it made sense. Like it made sense. Mojo was mad at him and he's like, fuck you. Roll up. Take your title. See you, dink. Although people might say that he took the pin to play possum. Well, then he really was a lot smarter than we thought. Because he got up pretty quickly. Just saying. Yeah. That means he's pretty smart then. So in your opinion, is Riddy Mo better than Mojo? I don't know. Only time will tell. Yeah. Okay. Right now, Mojo has a longer championship reign. So well, maybe we'll compare it that Mojo way. Mojo has a reign. It Sami like... Zayn has zero singles championships in WWE. In the, the I was gonna say, Raw NXT. SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just just let that sit in, Sami Zayn also doesn't wrestle anymore. He's a manager. Yeah. A ambassador. Yeah. A liberator. Speaking of... <laughs> Good transition. Thank you for that. No problem. Uh, you know who loves the IC title? Braun Strowman. You know who, like, and how much I love that he loves the IC title? Because not only is that, like, secretly, like, my favorite championship, because I think it's the coolest, even with the shitty design, but, it, like, just over the years, like, a lot of my favorite guys have held it. I think it's the most interesting. I, I live for those mid-card guys, you know, those guys. And to just see how much Braun loves that and is bringing that to light, I love that. And uh, apparently uh, the Revival work with Sammy now for some reason, which, whatever, more people for Braun to throw around. Five on one, baby. Five it's wrestlers, the, one Braun. It's the land of misfit toys. It's, yep. We've got nothing for you. Yep. Go with Sammy Zayn. Yep. That's essentially what it comes Honestly, down to. Honestly, though, on SmackDown is about one of the only few things I enjoyed. So, Really? Why the fuck not? I mean, I like the Otis training I was montage just about for to his say. day with uh, Always in the Shine. <laughs> This Friday, by the way, expectations for that through the fucking roof. Here, Can't wait. Let me ask you this. 
is there a way they can disappoint somebody like you in this particular moment? I don't think so because even if this is bad, it is gonna. If it's bad, it's gonna be better than if it was good. I have. You know what I mean? I have zero expectations because I want it to be good in my head. Even if it's bad, it's gonna be good because it's Otis is some, one of those guys that like. No matter how bad he is, if it's something goofy, like it works. Mm-hmm. Because he is a big fucking goopity goggity googity goopily goggity. Gobbledy gookier. He's fucking hilarious. And Mandy's always in the shine. She's a stud. So match made in heaven. Boom. Valentine's Day. Perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Can't fucking wait. Do you expect things to go to another level? I don't know. That's the best part is I, I – here's the thing. I don't – I just – I'm just ready to watch it. I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm ready for it. It better be th- – It better I'm be ready for threaded it. through the night. It better be, oh, be multi-segments. It better be every half hour. There's a little check-in. Maybe they've gone. Maybe they've already eaten. Maybe they're in the hotel room. Oh, maybe no, I want to like, see them eat because I want to see Otis like trying to reach for the steak with his hand and then grab the fork and cut off a little oh, piece. Yeah. And, There's a lot of stuff that yeah. you would hope Pull they do. Pull out the chair for her. Yeah. I want all of it. Yeah. I want all of it. Yeah. I here's, here's where I think this is, to me, what they won't do, but I would love and and I would love this. You have the entire thing from beginning to middle and end. Yep. Even the stuff you don't show as a WWE network exclusive. I would watch the entire day. Wow. Make it a small reality thing for one off. You know people would watch it. You just you know that people would watch it. Yeah. People that like The Bachelor, like yourself, would sit there and go, This is great. This is popcorn stuff. It is. As Vince McMahon would say, it's such good shit. It's good shit. shit. All right, what else you got that's good shit? Uh, I guess we can jump back to Raw, but uh, Shimmy Shimmy, yeah, going after Angel Garza. And uh, he beat Cedric. It was not a jobber match, TJ. It was. It was more than three minutes. No, it was not. Yes, it was. I timed it, motherfucker. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. It was 3.07. S-M-D. Boom. Cedric's protected. What's up, jobber? Oh, we bring up Apollo Crews? We can bring up all of them. guy? Apollo we, we Crews? Can bring up... That was a jobber match. So is Sarah Logan. Oh, yeah, well. We'll get through all of them. Yeah, go for it. Why Sarah not? Logan. Jobber segment. Let's go. All right, hold on. I got to go to the top of this to make sure I got everything. Uh, let's see. So SmackDown, who was there? Apollo Crews definitely got train wrecked into that. That was two seconds. Shorty G made the save. Apparently, that's not done. Was that the only thing on? I think that was the only thing. On, oh, well, Heath Slater, unfortunately. But, you know, it is what it is. He's still a stud. He yep. was on TV. I was happy. Uh, let's see. So Apollo Crews, I think that's it. On on Raw, it felt like it was every other segment. It really felt that way. Uh, let's see. Jobber from Mojo and Riddick, at least in my opinion, in the first part of that. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Sarah Logan, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, let's see. Cedric, in my opinion, is a jobber alert. You don't like that very much. It was much. over three minutes. I'm just following your rules, bro. Three minutes or less. That's what, hey, you said it on this podcast. For once, I'm listening to something you say, and you're telling me not to. So I think we it's, know where your opinions lie in the shitter. It's an estimate, Josh. Erroneous. Yeah, it's, an estimate. It was over. It was over. I always hit the over, cents. baby. I think that's everything. I probably have missed one or two, but whatever. It's fine. It's a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. I think there was a Tazawa job. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I don't even remember who beat him. Exactly. Who beat him? Black. Oh, yeah, that guy. Is what it is, folks. I didn't hate his promo, actually. So, interesting theory. Oh! That was a new one. That was a little slow mo bo- detective that, nestle. That was a little different. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ignore what you try to correlate <laughs> it to, but that's fine. Uh, so here's my theory, very quickly. So uh, you know, Black makes very quick work of Tazawa in in one sided fashion, and then sits down and does his you know little cross legged promo, which I always enjoy, as you can tell. 
And so uh, he's talking about, well, specifically, he says that when you're locked inside a cage, you are not winning. You are inside with an animal. I am that animal. So with me, with me, pick a fight with an animal in a cage. First off, sirens go off in my head. (sighs) Gumshoe, JC. Is there another person on the roster that may have, I don't know, a cage with them holding, I don't know, an animal? Someone we haven't seen in a few weeks. Maybe, just maybe, is that going to be our next feud? I think so. I'd be okay with that. I think that is definitely where we're headed. Yeah. I think we're headed. Someone to Rowan. I hope. Here's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope. This isn't my hope. This is an added hope. Ooh. An additional Nestle hope. Okay. We get Alistair Black and Rowan to a point at which we find out what is in that goddamn cage because it seems like something that they can go with with Black being a mysterious, mystique kind of weird, dark kind of entity kind of person. I can see him black massing, you know, the cage by accident or something and it coming undone or something. I can see all these things formulating in my head. And I think that's why this matchup for me is going to be something that as much as it's not something that we knew we wanted. I think it'll be a welcomed B or C storyline, in my opinion. I'd be cool with that. So that's how I feel about it. I like it. There it is. That is the detective in a very small, small, small spot. I like it. Are we ready to move on? Yes. Get him off my TV! Get him off my TV! Get him off my TV! I can only imagine that lead-in would lead to one person that you want off your television, so I'm going to give you the floor. Oh, you want me to go first? Well, no, I just assumed that there was something specific that you did not like this week. <laughs> you know, I got to give it up to our boy Danny, because every week he gives us a tweet saying, you know, my boy Seth, my boy Seth. Grinwood would always just say... Seth is not that bad, guys. He So here's the thing. This is the problem with Seth, and this is why I started him before. Too much is too much. Like, there is nobody I have seen them expose more than him. And for him, it's not good. Like, give me a little less Seth one of these weeks, and let's see how that goes. I know he's like the centerpiece of the show because your top two titles, like, don't exist on this show. But it's just, like, he cut, like I didn't need that promo to kick off the show. First of all, this is what bothers me the most, because you sent it to us. They advertised the eight-man tag for the main event. And then they came out on the first segment in Raw and pretended like we didn't know there was an eight-man tag, where it was like, Kevin Owens by himself. And we're like, no, we already know he has three friends for later. We know that Ivar's healthy. We know that Samoa Joe's healthy. So why are you pretending like they're not healthy? So eventually the Vikings come on. They go and attack, and that leaves us Samoa Joe. And they're like, oh, what a surprise. I'm like, literally it wasn't. Your account tweeted out an hour ago about this eight-man tag. This segment was a waste of time. Throw it out. Take it in the trash, throw it, like the trash on fire, burn it, take the ashes, bury them in the ground. Useless. I love when I don't have to get mad. This Am is I great. wrong? No, 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 it's no. That's not even about Seth. It's about, like, waste of time. You want to talk about a waste of time. Well, that main yeah. event was a waste of time. Yeah, I 32x the entire thing. It could have been good. I have no fucking clue. I'll tell you this much. Didn't care. The crowd seemed to be okay with it. But again, <laughs> we've gotten to the six and eight man tag If I was there formulation. in the crowd, had a couple uh, Brewskies or Celtics in me. I would probably be enjoyed too because it's high flying action. But Ooh. there's no stakes, baby. There is no stakes. Need some of that steak. It's true. There's nothing that matters no about this. No stakes and no weights. And the bad guys won, which is fine. I mean, Buddy Look got the pin, right? Well, his name's Murphy. I know the internet was his all happy about that. His name's Buddy Murphy. His just name's like, Murphy. Just like, I'm Murphy. still exists to me. His name is Murph. He's going to be short to Muff in a you second. You know, he's been changed to Murphy twice. And gone back to Buddy Murphy. Yeah, so um, my guess is it'll go back here's, again. Here's my thought. just probably doesn't like a game Buddy. It's probably the same thing with Cesaro. Antonio sounds like a pussy. Buddy. 
Buddy? You want me to believe a guy named Buddy? Hell no. He couldn't play in the XFL. <laughs> Nestle cold take, in my opinion. Oh, boy. Buddy is better than Murphy. Like I, don't, I know I agree, too. Like, what I, do we call him? I don't call, call him, him Murphy. Buddy. We call him Buddy. Buddy. It's more memorable. It is. Here's I don't the, take it as a negative and, connotation. And honestly, you could be Seth's Buddy. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna do that. But I mean, like super lame. And no, but I just you would do. But uh, ex- yeah, I guess. So we do that. But like to me, Buddy's got him in the corner. Buddy, da da da. Like I know Buddy sounds weird. Like you know, my Buddy and me. Like that. Murphy, stupid like thing, you don't but... get more generic than Murphy. Buddy at least has a little flavor to it. That's why I like it. Or, I like a little flavor, a little flavor shot. Or do I really go off the rails and make you cringeworthy and call him instead of Buddy? We've got the Monday Night Messiah and Buddha because it's close to Buddy. <clears throat> no. Just stretching. I'm not even going to garner that with a response. Well, that's what makes you you. Yeah! <sighs> it's fine. The okay. Monday Night Buddha? You never know. Could be. Could Jesus. be. What's wrong with that? If you have to ask, then there's no point in even explaining. Get that hashtag going. Monday Night Buddha. Oh, Jesus. Telling you. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Definitely. <sighs> what else did we hate? I thought, see, here's the thing. I thought you were going to go off the rails on a crazy train with a particular 50-year-old guy who got a good undefeated streak usually who did a segment that was pre-taped and then saved by a guy who's the world champion. You know, I don't hate Goldberg as much as most people do because I find his purpose, like, it's like I've said all along with him. Like, there's always plenty of show and, like, theatrics and gaga with him. Gaga. And the match is, like, two minutes. How can I be mad at that? We complain about all the time about having a match on the card that's two minutes, not having those. The beauty of Goldberg is he does. If he beats The Fiend for the Universal title, probably not going to be happy. But our boy Ray Ray was freaking out so about here's, this. So, here's, so this is what, like, yes. This is the exercise I wanted to do today. Yes. Our boy, your boy, specifically. Uh, oh, no, he's my enemy. He likes the fucking roughnecks. What oh. a fucking loser. Oh, here we go. XFL Can't wait till DC kicks the fuck out of them. Can't wait for this hashtag. Yeah, against Cardinal Jones. What the hell's your problem? Anyway, let's get back on track. Our boy Ray Ray usually is the most positive person on the Knocker crew, I would think. Uh, close. TJ's a close second, in my opinion, in, in terms of positivity. TJ's got some negative takes, though. He does. He does. He channels his inner nestle every now and then. Eh, I think he's closer to a JC, but that's fine. Well, I mean, and, who wouldn't want to be closer to me? Well, that's that's not... I don't know. I can't, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I don't feel like making it. So anyway, the, the boy. Every female I've ever run across. I was going to go there, but I felt like that was unnecessary. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm rubbing your glue bounces off of me and sticks to you. Okay. Anyway, so our boy Ray Ray, positive sun, sunshine Ray Sunshine Ray. Ray, Ray of yeah, sunshine. Ray of sunshine. He's usually pretty positive about this, but he almost shit a brick when he found out that the fiend was going up against Goldberg because there is a legitimate, I think, worry that Goldberg may beat the fiend. Mm-hmm. And go on to WrestleMania mm-hmm. to face. Here comes the big dog. The big dog, Roman Reigns. In the Battle of the Spears. Yeah. Not Brittany, but the Spears. Who I'd love to battle for her. Hit me, baby, one more time. You'll be the one spearing Brittany, as JC would say. Not you, John Cena. He said it against K-Fed. It's a whole thing. Anyway, so that's the, uh, the Almanac Nestle talking. And so my thought here is, JC, let's, let's, let's go down each road, right? Fiend beats Goldberg in, like, three minutes. Your response? Hell fucking yeah. Right? Like, you can't put him over more than that. Right. There's no one he can beat that puts him over more than Goldberg. Maybe Brock Lesnar. That ain't happening. Okay. So number two, it's Goldberg. Okay. So that's that's one extreme. A little less on the, the, uh, the uh, Fiendometer, as we talk about. He gives up a fight, Goldberg. Still loses... But is 
probably in the seven to ten minute range. For How do you feel to, about for that? For them to pull that off, there'd have to be a lot of Gaga, and there's no one with more Gaga than the Fiend and Goldberg, so I think they could pull it off. Still okay. don't hate it. Ray, you still listening? This yeah. is for you, buddy. Fiend's, We're trying Fiend's to, 2-0. Trying to so talk far. you off the roof. It's okay. Why don't you step out from that ledge, my friend? We're not we're not done yet. Middle we'll, ground. Can we walk the plank? Sure. Well, we're, we're gonna. Right, he's gonna be in mania most likely. We get to the middle part of this. The fiend and Goldberg. There is a very good chance. There is a lot of theatrics, a lot of Gaga, as you've mentioned, and nothing happens. There is no winner. Fiend just disappears. Just disappears. What's wrong with that? Um, I don't love that because I feel like it's a cop out. But it, we probably had some good Gaga on the way, so I'd give it a C plus. Pass. But Goldberg doesn't win. Yeah. The Fiend yep, that's keeps why his championships, it's a plus. right? That's why it's a plus. There's a plus. Now we get to the uncomfortable territory. The Fiend puts up a really good fight, loses to Goldberg. Like a legitimate match yeah. occurs. So five minutes, because that's like the longest match Goldberg can Okay. Make. No, 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 no. Let's expound upon that a little bit. He goes seven to ten. Wow. There's a lot of Gaga. Okay. I'm, I like Gaga. Right? You know, poker face. Yeah. And then... The Fiend loses. Yeah. How how bad do you feel at that point? I don't feel great because I don't love it. Goldberg Roman Reigns is something that I, I – it's not that I never want to see that. But for the championship at WrestleMania, it would be like – it would be the same argument I'd have about why Brock versus Kane eventually shouldn't be for the championship because I just – I don't want that there. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it's a problem. But my argument to Ray was – Goldberg as an opponent for Bray Wyatt, for all these reasons that we just listed out, is more intriguing than literally anyone else on the SmackDown roster. Literally, it's not even close. And what do we talk about this time of year? Like, Ricochet's getting fed to Brock. It's probably going to be a fun match, but we know Brock's winning. There's 0% chance Ricochet wins. Still want to see that matchup, because I want to see how that works in a ring, but there's no doubt in my mind Brock is winning. This match has doubt. How often nowadays do we have that much doubt with a match? Mm-hmm. Rarely ever. That's why I think it's good. And finally. I still think The Fiend's going to win, though. Finally. Let's get to the the elephant in the room. Goldberg squashes him. Yeah. That's the worst case scenario. I would laugh, and I wouldn't be happy about it, but I would laugh. Okay. So are you more uncomfortable with the non-squash than the squash on Goldberg's end? No. But I just, like, my initial reaction when I see something ridiculous, mm-hmm. I laugh. And Goldberg squashing the fiend after how they've built him, I would laugh because it would the part of me that dislikes Seth Rollins would really be laughing because it took thirty of his finishers and he couldn't beat the fiend, and it took one from Goldberg to beat him. You ready for this? Yeah. I here's what here's here's what I did. I want a hot take. I want a hot take. Here's I want what some I, scorching here's, super hot fire here's, take. Here's what I would predict. This is what's gonna happen. It's going to fucking, Ray is going to, I hope Ray is ringside for this. He's going to shit a fucking brick. The fucking match. You better live tweet the knocker this week. Yeah, I know, right? He fucking, he watches this thing happen right there at ringside. And it's The Fiend and Goldberg. And it's a lot of nothing. It's The Fiend rolling out of the ring, whatever. Finally gets back in the ring. Boom. Spear. Ray shits his pants. (laughs) Looks over. Goldberg winks at Ray. Hooks him. (laughs) Puts him up. Boom, down. Goes for the jackhammer. One, two, and then gets him with the mandible claw, and Goldberg taps out. He's going to take Ray on wow. that ride. He's going to take Ray. He's going to take the whole audience on that ride. 
He is going. He, the, the fiend is going to take. You should have saved that for your hope, bro. The fiend. That was really good. The fiend is going to take you everything. Just took me on a ride. You yeah. never do that. The, I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. Wow. Because you're going to go. Oh shit. I love that. You are going to. You are going to piss yourself. You're going to shit yourself. That is good. You're going to put a diaper on and, while you're watching this matchup. That's what's going to happen. He's going to go one, two, and put his shoulder up and give him in that mandible claw, and you're going to go. Oh shit. He's going to win, and he wins. That gives. That's like the perfect booking. Like I don't. I am shocked that you came up with that. I book wrestling. Eventually, I have good ideas. <laughs> That's I mean, incredible. a lot of it. I, of I mean, I, I can't. I can't make that better. That is. I'm gonna stop talking for the rest of the episode, so you can just do the rest. Because <laughs> I can't go higher than wow, that. Wow, that was like the most positive part of the heat I've ever heard. In the words of a great song, "Can you take me higher?" No, I cannot. No, you I'm can, done. Cannot. I cannot. So you know what we do when you get too high? Yeah. We go low, and uh, we talk about fucking. Uh, one more match, oh, Jesus. but not involving Christian, who's an incredible wrestler. Corbin and Reigns, great wrestlers, but uh, I don't need one more match, and I definitely don't need it in a fucking steel cage. I enjoyed Corbin going after the production truck techs just because, you know, he's an asshole, and he wore his fucking crown looking like a fucking loser. He cuts a promo on the crowd, talks about how the Chiefs won because they're in the Bay Area. He dumped that drink on that virgin's head. Always enjoy that. But the fact that this match is going to be in a steel cage, I will not watch it, even though these are two of my guys, especially Corbin. I just don't care. It's unnecessary, and it is the epitome of a waste of time because steel cage matches are a waste of time. Well, it is the uh, the solid state drive or the uh, whatever the hell they call it, the um, super showdown. Yeah, I don't care. Well, I, I waste of time. Do Roman Goldberg here Fiend Corbin? Even though I'm fine with Fiend Goldberg, but why not do Fiend Corbin just for the hell of it? Mm. Have Corbin on, on the ropes. <laughs> oh, my God. There's your extra hope. Imagine if the Fiend, so the Fiend title, Fiend wins uh, the title in Saudi Arabia and loses it to Corbin at the uh, next that'd, one. That'd be hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, no, this this is a waste of time. It, the, there's Am I wrong? No, I mean, look, it's not a match I'm excited about. It's, 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 we're treading water. Cage, no thanks. We're treading water at this point. You know, it's just, there's a lot of stuff that, I feel like we're just treading water until we get past a lot of stuff. So it is what it is. Should we do uh, quick heats for the rest of this shit? Yeah, I think it's time to just piss through the rest of this bullshit. So we didn't talk about this. I will say, as much as I don't like them, or specifically Jomo, I thought Once Upon a Time on the Dirt Sheet was funny because I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It was pretty damn funny. And you know what? I didn't appreciate what happened afterwards with the whole thing, but Lance Storm was great in that segment because I love a good Lance Storm cameo. Mm -hmm. But the New Day comes out, they do the whole thing, and then it was weird with like the Usos, and then it somehow translated for Usos to Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Love the Spinebuster zigzag. That should be a finish, not a random yeah, ass move in the middle. Yeah, I saw you say that. That's pretty up. I agree. But again, we don't really care because it was a rolling into place for a splash kind of thing. There was all sorts of like ha bob whatever going on here. Elias versus Cesaro. Cesaro made Elias look like a halfway decent wrestler, but I couldn't <laughs> care less. And everybody keeps talking about how great Elias is. I'm really hoping that to be proven wrong. Or out of my fucking mind with him. This whole thing is just whatever. Just everything is just whatever. Um, I'm not really excited about anything else on SmackDown. We've talked about everything. Okay, moving on to Raw. Uh, well, hey. We it covered is, most of it, I feel like. I feel like we we did. We didn't talk about Ricochet, um, Lashley, which honestly I didn't, I didn't dislike. The promo, the promo didn't bother me so much as backstage with Lana doing her thing, but Bobby was like, I'm going to beat him up. And I'm yeah. like, why didn't he just say that? End of story. <laughs> it could have saved me 45 seconds. Because they got to get Lana yelling. Shut know. up! Yeah, I just there's so much about this where I'm just like, she went from absolute need to be on television in Paul Heyman's eyes and Vince McMahon's to eyes. To what? To what? To not needing to be, get her off my television, get her off my TV, get her off my TV. That's exactly where she is now. She is irrelevant so quickly. I don't even know how that's a possibility, but she's now 
back to being relegated to doesn't matter. I know she's making a lot of uh, boys happy on the all Instagram, so. Well, that's good for them. They can go whack off on their own time. Jesus. So that's their own thing. Funny enough, though. It's a kid show. Speaking of kid shows, uh, Ricochet had a promo where he said he was going to last the longest, and everybody on Twitter made a Blue Chew joke. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought it was great. It was fucking Ricochet's got great stamina. I bet he does last a long time. I'm sure if you ask Tessa Blanchard, she'd say the same thing. So it is what it is. Or whatever her name, Casey Yada Yada is. I mean, I think you just mentioned his ex and then his real girlfriend. So, So, yes. So I'm sure they're all very, you know, gymnastically inclined to have a good time. So, anyway. What? (laughs) What? That just reminded me. They're of very. When, they're all when, athletic uh, people. When, uh, what's her name? Adolph was too athletic in the bedroom. Oh wow, the comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forget her Amy name. Schumer. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know what? The rest of it is just who cares. Let's move on. Glorious. my only hope. I don't think I can do better on my other hope, but I'm just gonna. Get, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a quick one so I can use the fiend Goldberg thing as my real thing. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, I thought about this for NXT, and this is gonna be a, a, de- a well, it's not a departure of what I would be doing, but this is me. NXT Portland. Champa lose sorry, Champa wins the championship, in my opinion. Adam Cole, boom. Becomes the champion. Chomp. Goldie's back. Goldie's back, right? I think the Undisputed Era will eventually lose all their gold at some point. They're all gonna lose the their- weights champions? I think that's gonna happen. Me I too. think that that's gonna happen as well. I think everybody they're gonna be pissed. They're gonna realize they need to do something. And I believe for WrestleMania, Ooh. we are gonna see the Undisputed Era. Say it. Versus you're not gonna expect what I'm gonna say here. Yeah, I think I am. The Undisputed Era. Versus AOP, Seth Rollins, exactly and Buddy what I was Murphy. Expecting. I like and it. I want that. I, I think, like it. I think it's it's weird. It'll be gray area, but I think it's four on four that you would want to see. Remember um, the Shield versus um, Kane and the whatchamacallit boys? The Outlaw boys? Yeah. Or guys? And how awesome that match was because it was literally just like high spot, high spot, high spot, finish, Shield wins. <laughs> they can do the same thing hot, here. Hot, hot finish. Yeah, just hot. Hot, super hot, super hot, fast. Yeah. Like me in the bedroom. 30 seconds, all I need. Let's go. We're all going home happy. Did you have a good time? Nope, I did. Let's have yep. a good time, folks. That's exactly what it is. That's my hope. Go over to you. I like it. Um, so mine is uh, the opposite of fast. I'm really enjoying these slow burns, especially the Orton Edge. Slow. So this is like a combo. Combo kind of hope of things. So I want slow burn things. First of all, I want Becky and Shayna to take a page out of Edge Orton because I don't want to see these two fight, period, until WrestleMania. Because I know we got that stopgap pay-per-view or whatever. I want them to find a way to make Becky defend against someone else. I don't know who that is because there's no one else left. I don't care. Could be fucking Ruby Riot. I don't know. Just like a stopgap. Because I don't want her and Shayna to actually be in the ring for a championship until WrestleMania. So figure it out. Slow burn it. Make it good. Uh, you guys get paid a lot of money to do it. Figure it out. Not my problem. For Orton Edge, though, I got some ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of liking this uh, Legend Killer 2.0 thing here. So you know what? I don't know what kind of shape he's in, but... Uh, just killed his brother. I don't mind Orton versus Jeff Hardy at Super Showdown. They have great chemistry in the ring. Orton loves working with Jeff Hardy. They'd probably put a banner on for the Saudi folks. Why not do that in a couple weeks? It just continues to delay this. Give us a little stopgap. So do that. Find someone else for the other fill-in. I don't know who. Again, not my job. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> hashtag JC's helps come true. Hashtag JC knows. He's just here so he doesn't yeah. get fined. Slow burns, baby. We're in WrestleMania season. I want these blood feuds, like these culminations at the granddaddy of them all. And to do that, you need to have really good slow burns. So, or an edge, so far so good. I want Becky Shannon to fall suit. Do you think there's an outside chance that Randy Orton, just out of the blue for no reason, shows up on NXT and RKO's Beth Phoenix out of the commentary booth? That would be great. Everyone's calling for that. and uh, Yeah, I'm all for it. I think that'd be 100%. Fantastic. She would totally do it. Oh, yeah. And she could totally kick his ass if she wanted to. Oh, That's yeah. the best part of it. She's, she's crazy. Have them fucking fight at Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm for it. You know what? Add that to the hope. Add it on. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Additional hope. 
Jeff Hardy and Beth Phoenix, Legend Killer 2.0, faces Edge at Mania. Love it. Boom. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Don't call it a comeback. Yes, he has. He's Slater, baby! You know, he was trying to comfort his boy, Daniel Bryan, in the back, but that ungrateful little troll good boy. What a boy. DB DB was. Yeah, he's a DB. He Absolute was. DB. Like, Slater, Slater's not the smartest guy. He might have said some things that, I you know. I'll buy you, I'll buy you, Insulted him by mistake, but it wasn't what he was trying to do. But, yeah, that's fine. You know, I know they wanted to have work a good match, but instead, Bryan squashes him. But he still. He does. He did. It was a job earlier. Thank you. On uh, my television. A plus, you get my comeback, bro. Butternut squash, baby. <laughs> That's what he was. I love it. I just love listening to oh, he's the best. Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder do it all the time. They're like, oh, baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> Fucking love it. Love it so much. Oh, he's the best. My comeback goes to something I did not expect to see. Carmella winning a number one contender. I thought it was going to go to Naomi. They slide in Carmella. I did not expect it. I think Cor Graves sold it perfectly with not you know, freaking out over his girlfriend winning. It was perfect. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful surprise. We know Carmella can sort of kind of go. And, and She's a very good promo. She is. As a heel, as a baby face. Hmm. You know, I would prefer her to be kind of a whiny kind of person. Yeah. Uh, but She's got the screech. That's for damn yeah. sure. Well. That was to say by the bell joke, I'm sure, and somewhere, but I'm not going to make it. But having Bailey against Carmella, I'm sure will be a nice stopgap, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, we know that Naomi's going to probably beat Bailey at WrestleMania. However, oh, I so do. that's what you think is actually going to happen. I think that we're, uh, Carmella is a nice little uh, how's your father for the rest of it, and that's, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's I don't it. mind it. It's also the SmackDown, uh, I believe, for this week on Valentine's Day. So Okay. Something. It's something. Yeah. Let's move along. Is it time? In a minute. After we pew, 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 socialize the podcast. iTunes, Anchor, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, five stars, five flames. Give us the gift of a review. We appreciate it. It is the President's Day season next week. So give us a nice spanking new beautiful five-star review. Um, yeah, and download us, tell your friends, tell your wife, tell your kids, tell their cats. Also tell them to go to jobbernocker.com because that's where the entire staff will be putting their NXT TakeOver Portland predictions as well as weekly. We talk about NWA Power, NXT, NXT, you okay? And AEW on the weekly. I have to I have to ask. I don't know if it's a uh, – I can't really say it's going to take place, but there was a, a, the Brothers Quinn do a thing called NXT Hangover. Yes. So I would assume – I believe it's happening this it week. It is happening. Yeah. I don't know when. Keep I an assume. eye on the Twitters. We'll yes. let you know for sure. But I think you can plan on it. They usually come out Sunday morning, and that's uh, good shit because – or no, it would be Monday morning this – Yes, it would be Monday morning. Yeah, so maybe they won't do it. Who but knows? Plan on them doing one. If they don't, just tweet at them incessantly. Maybe they'll do one. But uh, usually you drop the ball, and usually he complains, so I just well, wanted to no, make sure Well, no, you that... drop the ball, too, as the steerer of the ship. I'm like the, the first broken mate. anchor. You're the first mate. No, I'm the broken anchor. I just do whatever You're I Gilligan. want. You're Gilligan. Yeah, if you don't I'm guide me, I'm going to do whatever I want. Like, ooh, a shiny iceberg. Let's go over there. So, yeah, I'm fucking titanic in this shit. Um, just like you Titanic socializing the pod, we're at Twitter, at Jobberknocker, at JC of the JK, at DQ of the JK, at Rare of the JK, at BillyD2411, at Joe Pollock47, at TJ of the JK, at The Real Deal B. Cox, Facebook Jobberknocker, Instagram Jobberknocker, because we are everywhere you want to be on social media. Yes. And we're going to get to NXT TakeOver Portland in a moment, but before we do, on AEW, Cody took some lashings. Did you enjoy that segment? Because I did. My only thought was when I was watching it, I said to myself... Why is Brandy... Like, I understand why Brandy's out there. 
but she's this nightmare collective so, woman voodoo lady. I can explain that to you. Okay. Because she did an interview this week. The nightmare collective is over. Um, part of it is because um, Awesome Khan is not in good physical shape. So that's why they did that weird turn, I guess, to explain it. Because those other two characters are still going to be there. But Brandy pretty much said she's like, I think the fans felt about it the same way I did, and it wasn't working. And the beautiful thing about our company is we're willing to pull the plug. And so she's like, by me coming out, it was showing that I'm back more to being Brandy, the supportive wife of Cody and a concerned wife. So it sounds like the Nightmare Collective is dead in the water. Those other two characters might do something, but it sounds like Awesome Con is not going to be competing much. That's Which is a shame, but who knows? Maybe she'll come back. But Brandy pretty much said she's like, the way that the fans felt about it and the negative reaction was the same way I felt, and we pulled the plug. I read that actually, I think it was last night or this morning. So that's your explanation. Okay. I, so didn't, I didn't see that. So thank you Not for the- Not dirt sheet. Directly out of her mouth in an interview. So there you go. Not dirty at all. Clean sheets. Yeah. Clean sheets. There you go. Uh, so that the, besides that, the, the lashings I thought was an old school feeling. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that he gave Wardlow a shot. That was fun. Uh, Is that I, match this week or in two weeks? I think it's in two I think it's in two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Uh, so I, listen, I'm interested in this MJF thing. I think it's definitely a lot of fun. Uh, I think Cody's willing to put his- Clearly, his body on the line yeah, for Cody's your goat, entertainment. Man. Cody's the goat. So I don't know if he's the goat, but he's in, in, in the AEW. goat of AEW. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. However, I did appreciate the young bucks coming out, telling him enough. I, it, they they went, you know, having Dustin come out and say, "I'll take the rest of his yeah. lashes." Stuff like that. That's good television. Enriched with storytelling. And good television. Yep. Has nothing to do with wrestling at all, really. It's just it's layers. It's layers. More yes. and more layers to this already multi-layered, amazing feud. It's an onion. Yeah. But it doesn't stink. Yeah. It's good. Speaking of layers, yeah. on NXT, um, a lot of people are anti the Charlotte thing happening before the Bel Air match. But uh, I kind of agree with our boy Christian, like you said on Backstage this week. This added another layer to that match. And I think Charlotte called attention to it on Monday. We didn't really talk about the promo where she's like, hey, uh, Rhea, you may have called me out, but you might not even be the champion. So you can't talk. And I thought that was perfect. It adds – it's a different layer on this match where – Look, people are saying, oh, no, it's like kind of not giving Bianca the chance. When they booked this match, did anyone think Bianca had any chance of beating Rhea Ripley? No. This is at least a layer now that makes it interesting. So I would prefer – I think they're probably going to do this anyway. But if it was me with the pen – actually, it's never pen. When you're booking, it's always a pencil. pencil. Uh, I, Card subject to change. Yes, exactly. Uh, you always have a notebook and a pencil. Uh, I would think that they won't go this route. But they'll probably do with the second portion. I would love to see Charlotte be the special guest referee for this matchup. Not going to do it. They'll probably put her ringside, though. I think When Rhea be... wins, I think Charlotte's going to come out. I don't think she'll be ringside. I think her music's going to hit after Rhea wins. And that this will probably close the show, I would be willing to bet. This match will close the show. Okay. It might not. But that's if I were if I were booking and having Charlotte come out, I might put this last. Unless if Ciampa wins, then maybe that goes last. But if Adam Cole's going to just retain, I'd put this match on last. Hmm. So that's up to the booker, not up to me. Okay. But should we predict that stuff now? Because that's up to us. Predictions for ADICS and NXT TakeOver. Velveteen Dream's back, by the way. That's cool. Um, first up, we have a singles match for the NXT North American Championship. This was the uh, – they won two knockers, I believe, last year. They for, did. For uh, Rivalry of the Year. Keith Lee, what, what? The champion defends against Dominic Dijakovic. These guys have had nothing but banners. I expect it to happen again. But I also expect to bask in the glory of Keith Lee retaining the championship. I mean, if you don't think it's Keith Lee, you're high. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't see anybody. I mean, Billy loves Keith Lee. Everybody loves Keith Lee. We Keith all Lee. love Keith Lee. I mean, everybody loves it. So, I mean, he just got the damn thing. So, yeah. You get all a right. bask. 
You Next up, to. something I'm going to bask in is oh, a no. street fight between Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. I'm glad that they're getting a takeover match. I think this match is going to be vicious. Um, and I would expect Tegan to get the win in this one. I think she's getting some comeuppance. Unless if this continues. But I'll pick my girl Tegan. Didn't Tegan win the first one? Yeah. So Dakota's winning this one. Okay. Best of three. Dakota. Yeah, that's fine. I'm still going to pick Tegan because I love her. Dakota. Yeah. You Well, you love parts of her. No, I love all of her. No, that's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. What's your number? You should get it. Uh, I already tried to get the number of the EMT. I can't be that thirsty. Well, you're drinking a lot on this program, so. Because I'm thirsty for water. Because I'm sweating so hard. Thirsty. Like even these fire takes, baby. Uh, So, yeah, you got Dakota. I got Tegan. Next up, we have a tag team match for the NXT, well, tag team championships. The Undisputed Era, represented by Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, defend against Broserweights, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Give me the Broserweights. I love this pairing. Why the fuck not? Why not? I typed in uh, Broserweights into the notes, and it said Bride Light. (laughs) Whatever. It is what it is. We both picked the Broserweights because, you know, quite frankly, why wouldn't you? We like fun. Uh, next up is a singles match between Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. Um, this match I'm not super excited for, even though I think it's going to be a baner. And honestly, think it could be the show stealer. Um, I think that Finn Balor. I don't know. I don't Ooh. feel great about this one. The one intriguing thing is I could see them go either way, but I'll pick Balor. I think, I think this will elevate. So here's the thing. I think Balor's been on a tear been doing all these things johnny gargano's been injured and doing all these things i think johnny's gonna get it only because johnny will end up being on the same level as finn if finn beats him johnny will always be a step below him which could be the story as well but i think that it would be a lot more fun to have gargano seen if he calls himself you know the the flag bearer of nxt and all that stuff and he said shit like you lost to bobby last this would be the official patching of the passing of the torch because finn balor was the first like face of nxt yeah so i disagree with that notion okay Sizable, sizable shift here, but that's what it is. Yeah. So we got two matches left. Uh-huh. Uh, Adam Cole, baby, defends against Tommaso Ciampa. I believe you already said you're picking Ciampa. I am picking. That's the, a thing. The Ciampa is here. See, now that it's a tough one for me because I think this is also a toss-up, and I also think me picking Finn Balor winning makes me think it could be Balor challenging Ciampa at the WrestleMania event. Oh, this is being defended at WrestleMania. Now, see, that's what makes this also interesting is mm. pretty much the winner of this match is going to WrestleMania because they said this title is going to be defended on the show. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be defended on both shows WrestleMania weekend because I'm assuming they're still in NXT. Who knows? Um, but uh, I'm going to I'm gonna pick Adam Cole to retain. I don't feel great about it, but uh, Adam Cole, baby! Why not? Now we have one match left. Uh, Rhea Ripley defending against... Rhea Ripley's gonna win though, but this sun's so sick. I just can't wait till the entrance. Keep doing that, you're gonna vomit. I think I'm just delaying so you can write it down. So now it's your turn. Ripley, believe it or not, is gonna win this one. By the way, I do love a good Ripley's Believe It or Not. I love that shit. So, no, why you love it? I feel like we should put you on like a lazy Susan that spins while you dance. Like I feel like that's like like a turntable round table while you dance. I mean, you didn't like when I had the ro- uh, revolving chair. Uh, no, because you can't sit still. But if you're already rotating, you're already moving. You wouldn't be needed to you know moving. See, I like to fight the motion. Did of you the just ocean. blow up dancing? I think you did a little. Uh, no. I think you, I can hear it in your voice. You're a little out of breath. <sighs> no, I'm good. 
Your stamina is not up. So no, the the problem is. So this is a real thing. When I drink a lot of coffee, it puts me like my body's like running at a level. So anytime I do anything, like it's just like, like my body, like it's like you know, like I'm getting hyped. And then when I try to bring myself down, my body still wants to be hyped. It's a problem. It's why I crash really hard later, which is a problem because we have a late game tonight. Well, good luck with that one. Yeah. Anything else we have to talk about? Are we good to go? You tell me. I think we're good to go. Anyway, we hope you enjoy NXT Portland. We will be back next week. Well, at least hopefully one of us will be back next week. We'll see Something will happen next Something week. Something will be here next week. We'll, show it. We'll, we'll see. Anyway, thank you for listening to Jobberknocker. We'll be back next week with more Jobberknockery. It's 